You're listening to What the Dev, the weekly podcast of SD Times. And now, here's Jacob Lukowitz, online and social media editor at SD Times. Hi, everyone, and welcome to today's podcast episode. Today, we're going to be talking about the latest IoT market trends. With me today is Fred Rivard, the CEO of MicroEdge, which is known for its software application container, MicroEdge V, and Jeb Su, the principal analyst at Atherton Research. Welcome to the show, Fred and Jeb. Great to have you here. To start off, can you tell me a bit about how containerization can help simplify the, the complexity in creating electronic systems in everyday objects? Yeah, so everyone knows about uh, the, with the Android phone, where, in fact, you can decouple hardware innovation from software innovation. We took that concept of uh, containerization, virtualization, and we are bringing that concept to the, I would say, every every IoT device. It could be a gateway, it could be a remote control, thermostat, meters, cooking machines, small appliance, plugs. So, it, in fact, it allowed to decouple hardware innovation from software innovation and to have the both, I would say, uh, uh, a stream of innovation uh, being done in parallel. And thanks to the container, you can uh, you can have the both teams working in parallel. So in fact, you can go on the market roughly two to three times faster, which is uh, quite uh, significant if you if you produce a lot of devices. Okay, yeah. And, and what areas are you seeing this usage of containerization for embedded devices is already very prominent? Yeah. So uh, as you know, IoT is about uh, communication protocols. And uh, if you are a device maker that, in fact, will target uh, many different products that will connect to uh, the, the cloud, uh, you will need the very same protocols, the very same, uh, we say, way to connect. And uh, mm-hmm. in front of you, you have a lot of different hardware. And uh, the, the ideal situation would be to put the same app on all these uh, hardware. Mm-hmm. Whatever, if it's a microcontroller or microprocessor, whatever the AirTOS or it's an OS, etc. You really want to have the same or uh, adjunct the same protocol running on each of these devices. And when I say the same, it's not source code. It's really the, the binary piece of code, uh, the sequence of zero one. The very same, exactly the same piece of code running on all these different hardware. That is made possible thanks to containerization because you just have to put a container and then mm-hmm. put your agents, the agents that connect to the drive. So in fact, it's a real booster for uh, the IoT space where you have different protocols. Some may, a lot of our customers have their own application protocol. Uh, sometimes they tune the startup protocol for their own need, etc. So there's a real need to capitalize on uh, IoT protocols, bricks for them, for their mm-hmm. specific uh, need, and that needs to be done on, across different hardware. So yeah, that, that's actually a great segue into. Are you seeing the uh, that that's one of the biggest challenges for developers is when it comes to you know trying to get that same program running for millions, however many different devices. Yeah, let me let me jump in here, and and I think what we're seeing uh, across across the industry is that everybody is doing their own 
uh, kind of uh, software uh, SDK and and, and on um, a development stack, and, uh, and 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 the problem is that when you know when you de- you develop an IoT device uh, and a, a smart object, the problem is is that for the software developer, um, they need to wait for the hardware to be ready and to start. Um, uh, you know, adding the, the the communication layer, adding the apps, adding all the intelligence, the AI, and, and so on. So, so that uh, time during that timeline, you you I mean, the, uh, creating the hardware takes six. 12 months. So basically you're using, you're losing already that whole time. Then you can start doing all the programming on top. So and it would take again, six, 12. So basically the time to create an IOT object is, is taking two to three years. Now, when you create that virtualization layer, which is, you know, think about it as like um, what Android did on smartphones, what um, VMware did for servers, Basically, you can start. You can start developing the, all the apps, all the intelligence, intelligence of the hardware device while this hardware device is being created, because you're working on a um, on a simulated version yeah. of the that, hardware. We call that virtual device or digital tweets. And in fact, mm-hmm. all our customers are using uh, virtual device. Uh, mm-hmm. so, so that they can develop their application, the software application, using a PC or a Mac. Mm-hmm. So in fact, right. they, 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 you you design uh, the, I would say the, 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 the full application, the top paper, uh, without any hardware, which allow you as a GPSL to qualify the bill of material you need. Do you need? A four dollar mm-hmm. uh, processor with uh, one megabyte of memory, or do you need a ten dollar processor with one gigabyte of memory, which has mm-hmm. not the same cost? So you can tune uh, the bill of material. Just an example: this is a, a watch uh, from our customers. They produce one million of this uh, every year. They've mm-hmm. been able to save eight dollars per unit. And then, when you know that, then you can reduce the price of of the the product. You know, selling price and, and and so on. So at the end, it it does. I mean, what we've seen is it does the 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 time you save, both in the uh, developing and 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 then the money you save in terms of being able to reduce to optimize the hardware um, to just use whatever components you need. You don't need to because now what we're seeing is that um, the um, when you're creating the IoT, you start with maybe a board, uh, uh, let's say a Raspberry Pi. And, and then, and, and, but, but then you don't need a Raspberry Pi for, for, for the watch. You, you need like maybe uh, one-tenth of the components. So that's, that's the thing that, that a watchmaker uh, is, is, is finding valuable. I mean, a watch or an IoT is that they can start with the, um, with the actual, uh, with with a board that would be almost final, and not with let's say a Raspberry Pi, and then you start programming, and then you realize, oh my God, I can't put 250k in the watch. Uh, you know, when you launch an IoT device, I mean, especially in the home, you know, it could be a light bulb, it could be a thermostat, and and so the manufacturer is going to start to 
is going to focus on one of the wall gardens. Um, am I going to work on with Google Home? Am I going to work with Apple HomeKit or um, with Alexa? And then, because because it's it's usually as a startup or or even if it's a large company like I don't know GE Appliances or Samsung, they they, they want to 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 first focus on one um, uh, one of the um, uh, home standard, I mean, and mm-hmm. and then uh, so they launched their light bulb for uh, Apple HomeKit, but then they said, well, I wanted I want it to also work on Google Home. So the fact that you can just add a protocol uh, and over the air, it's it's huge because you don't have you basically can use exactly the same uh, app application. You don't you don't change this, and you just you have this virtualization layer and then you just add the, the protocols. And so then the, the device is just, is future proof because I mean, I, I'm sure you heard about the, this new protocol called matter that's pushed by um, uh, Amazon, Google, Apple, and Samsung uh, just mm-hmm. to name a few. And uh, I mean, all the, all the, the IOT devices in the future, will have to work on matter and forget about uh, Apple HomeKit, forget about Google Home. It's going to be the matter protocol. Mm-hmm. Well, what happens to all your yeah, devices? I want, yeah, very. I, I want to, 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 to jump into the conversation because just to give you an idea of the, which is a, a large spectrum of different protocols, just for France, uh, we have roughly more than 12 or 15 uh, protocols. Uh, mm. Atlantic, the number was in terms of thermostat as their own protocol. Uh, Somfy, Agar, EDF. Uh, so we uh, Delta Nord. So all those guys, Leroy Merlin. So I can tell you that it's a it's a huge heterogeneous uh, organic system. So and everyone wants to, uh, I would say, control uh, the ecosystem, etc. And so Matters is quite nice, in, uh, quite nice initiative because it will allow, I would say, various equipment to communicate mm-hmm. and to create an heterogeneous ecosystem. Uh, with different, uh, I would say, uh, uh, device manufacturers. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be. It's going to take some time uh, because technically there is no real issues. Uh, everything works perfectly. Uh, mm-hmm. It's more the will of the industry or the, the device makers and all these, uh, I would say, uh, customers to to make sure that all their device can. Be compatible. Technically, there is no issue. Just put the right agent and have them talk, uh, uh, etc. So, there's a trend of mm-hmm. getting more and more devices be able to communicate uh, whatever I would say the hardware and the application logic they have. And mm-hmm. uh, so that that's a trend we we see. And of course, mm-hmm. MacroEdge, thanks to its virtualization, as soon you have a matter agent. You can port it in all the hardware. So we are one of the, I would say, contributor to have uh, a more unified, with uh, the communication uh, world uh, for all these devices. And we are very mm-hmm. happy to, 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 to create and to, to, be, to participate. Yeah, so this is huge. I mean, the fact now that there's this sort of consolidation on this protocol in the IoT yeah. space, it seems like for a long time this was sort of up in now, the air. Maybe you heard about all join. Uh, 
five years ago, OFGI all joined. So it, uh, there have been some initiatives that try to solve that problem in the past. Probably matter is uh, coming at the right time because uh, if you take, for example, the meter industry, they are basically uh, completely proprietary uh, protocols, uh, mesh protocols. Uh, everyone has its own protocol. And there's this Wilson, uh, I would say, initiative, which allow to add on top of mesh IP-based. And on top IP, you will put uh, matter. And then suddenly, mm -hmm. You can talk to your meter into uh, your smart home within your smart home. So it's really okay. uh, a consolidation, and we see all the pieces coming uh, and, and being able to be added uh, as something that will make it uh, more easy uh, to, to 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 have all these devices uh, be able to communicate. And and okay. thanks to containers. Uh, we the, 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 the speed to have all those, I would say, protocols across a lot of different devices uh, is, is, is the fa faster thanks to us. Okay. I think I think Jakob, uh, mm -hmm. just just to to add on on this container vision. I mean, uh, th there's a huge issue in the IoT world. I'm sure you you know, and and I think it will connect well with our audience. Is that uh, uh, it's it's to to create an IoT device. Um, you need to be great in hardware, and especially great in in embedded software development. Mm -hmm. And and there's just like a very finite number of expert in embedded software that it's it's just impossible when we're we're seeing like billions of iot devices every year there's no way there's enough software developers that can uh, program that can develop on uh, those those iot devices and the great thing about uh, and we think about about the, the the use of containers is that uh, and especially um a micro edge in IoT is that now you're opening up the whole IoT development to standard developers, Java developers, JavaScript, C. I mean, now you don't need to develop to know assembly language or machine language or or any of those. No, now I mean I'm I'm a I'm a Java developer. I want to, I want to create a device. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to you know. I, I don't know about how how to manage the protocols uh, on 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 an ARM chip and and etc. Mm -hmm. I, I just want to build my AI uh, stack and and do and, and create my 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 display and and so on and just and in Java. And the great thing about what MicroEdge has done is that it's opening up to all of us. Uh, the development of IoT devices that before we couldn't do because we didn't know the nitty gritty of all those hardware um, implementations. Mm -hmm. Yes, okay. and uh, cool. that, that, that is key because uh, we, of course, uh, containers were available before the existence of uh, MicroEdge, but uh, we've mm -hmm. been able to to, to mimic uh, Android. And so we really took the Android concept and we 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 struck it down to, to only 30k, 30, 50k. Uh, and the container is very tiny, so it fits into microcontrollers of less than one dollar. Mm -hmm. So it means that suddenly all what described uh, a GP 
uh, is made available, meaning that uh, roughly four, four, 40 million uh, engineers can suddenly program uh, those devices uh, versus only one million uh, experts. So it really creates a, a, a trend uh, uh, because uh, they are all uh, every, everywhere in the world, uh, regular engineers, software engineers can suddenly program uh, uh, embedded uh, uh, yeah, IoT devices. Mm-hmm. Yeah, any, any software developer can now develop uh, an IoT device. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and just like they were doing the application on a, for a smartphone, an Android phone, they can now uh, create an application for a thermostat, for a cooking machine, for a watch, etc. Yeah. In fact, we are are compatible with Android. So uh, Uh I can tell you that we have customers uh, uh, that are using Android for the premium version of the product Mm -hmm. uh, and for regular product and uh, very basic. They are using Mm -hmm. macOS and and Mm -hmm. some uh, software components are running on top of Android and on top of MacWedge Ma- 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 V, the virtual execution mm-hmm. element. And you can go from one to other. So it's, it's, it creates a continuum between, uh, I would say, high-end products that are using Android and all the rest, uh, which are MacWedge V uh, based. It looks like that's all the time we have for today's show. And I want to thank you again, Fred and Jeb, for coming on. Glad to be here. Thank Bye. you to all of our listeners for tuning in. Be sure to check out all of our weekly episodes on your favorite listening platform. Till next time, this has been What the Depth.